I saved about 120 hours with her support, which has been crazy to think about like what I, what I would have been doing in that time. And it really freed me up to do a lot of things working on my business versus in my business. When I first started my wedding photography business back in 2011, I made just $5,000 in my business. Now, I bring in multiple six figures per year while working only 30-hour weeks serving my dream couples. I'm here to help you discover that it's so possible to have what you want, when you want in your business so that you can create the life you've always dreamed of and deserve. So, Nicole, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to chat and to share your story um, and just to start off, do you want to let everybody know what kind of a photographer you are? What do you focus on photographing? Sure. I am super excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I am a personal brand and headshot photographer. So I fo- focus mostly on <laughs> portraits. I swear I can speak. <laughs> <laughs> and I love uh, right away when you said I focus mostly on portraits, I literally thought of like, that's so punny. <laughs> focus. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes. I'm such I a nerd. That, that was <laughs> no, a mom joke, guys. <laughs> I love a camera pun all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazing. And yeah, so you mainly are a branding photographer, which which I'm like super excited because mo- like many OMI students are portrait photographers and wedding photographers put together or only wedding photographers, but then I'm seeing more like show up that are branding photographers and it's just like pretty much outsourcing works across the board for any photographer and so I love just seeing it when it's working for you guys as well and to start maybe let us know what you're focusing on outsourcing first um or maybe just like um share what your first move was because you signed up for OMI October 2022 right Okay. Yeah. And then what was your first move and thing that you integrated? The first thing I did was the VA portion mm-hmm. of it because I knew I felt the most comfortable outsourcing that work, which was a lot of the back end stuff, like updating my email list. Like I have Canva templates that I had her work on, um, like editing blog posts, like having a second, second, second set of eyes on that too, man today. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I, those are things that I was like, I feel really comfortable outsourcing this. And I feel com- confident that a VA could handle that too. So I took your course and I kind of skipped to that point. <laughs> I was like, all right, this is what I want to do first virtual assistant. Let's try this. And I also loved how you broke down, like, here's how you hire. Like that was really, really important to me. Cause that was one of the biggest areas for me that I had kind of struggled with. I had hired a VA on my own, but I didn't really get the results I wanted and I didn't, but I didn't want to give up because I know some people have been successful with VAs. So I was like, all right, well, let's see if I can try this other method. And I loved how you broke it down, down to like, here's the website you go to. Here's how you update their, like your, your job description. Like all of that was incredibly helpful. And so I think it made it really easy for me to take that next step. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. And I'm happy that you kept the attitude of, okay, it hasn't worked for me yet, but it works for others. And I just need to find the way that works. And I'll, I will not stop until I find it. So <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. And I'm happy to hear that my 
detailed step-by-step like processes helped you? Because I did, I just wanted to take out the guesswork. I don't want you thinking, but what do I do next? It's like, oh, Sarah already told me every single detail done. <laughs> like for me, that's what I look for in a course. Like I don't, like I, I think there's a lot of times we hear a lot about the what, and it's like, as a, it was a new entrepreneur at the time. I had literally only been full-time in my business about, oh my gosh, six, seven months at that point. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I had it as a side hustle about five years, but like, I really wasn't thinking in the same way when it was a side hustle as I did. And I shifted when I became full-time. So yeah, about six months in and yeah, I, I really, um, I really felt like at that time I was like, okay, like I need, I need to learn this. This is going to be really important. And I don't want the, what I just want somebody to tell me exactly how to do it. So I can save the most time in, in implementing this because I just want to implement, like, how do I implement? So that was huge. Like that was really, really great. That's amazing. I'm <laughs> Rory just walked in on me podcasting. It feels so awkward. That's like, so funny. <laughs> I know, he walked I, I in, know he had no idea was podcasting. He just slipped out of the room. <laughs> Say hi. <laughs> oh, that's funny. After like three years of having a podcast, that was a first and actually entered quite entertained me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So that yeah, exactly. It's the how that just speeds up the whole process and gives you the fast track, right? So Yeah, which is which is what which is what I wanted. That was so important. <laughs> Getting the fast track is what I wanted. So thank you. Amazing. <laughs> of course. And so let us know. So I know you've had your VA now for six months. Uh, let us know how many hours you saved with her support. I saved about 120 hours with her support, which has been crazy to think about like what I, what I would have been doing in that time. And it really freed me up to do a lot of things working on my business versus in my business. And for me as a new entrepreneur, as a solo entrepreneur, that felt really, really important so that I could prioritize those things to help me grow and then hit those goals I actually want to hit. Because if I was stuck in a place where I had no help, no support, it's like I, I felt it wasn't going to happen, right? I wasn't going to hit the, or achieve the things I wanted to, definitely not at the speed that I wanted to. So that was a really big shift for me. And like looking at the actual number, it was like, wow, it's crazy. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that you already were thinking that way. And you're like, I need to buy my time back if I want to grow faster. And mm-hmm. in a way where I feel like it's fun growing and not just stuck on doing shit I don't want to do, right? <laughs> 100%. And it's funny because a lot of time I thought I needed to do this stuff. And I think it's easy to get caught in the trap of, well, I need to do it or I do it best or it's too hard to train somebody on this. And for me, I knew I have to just be patient in the process because once I do, once she gets to the point where she is trained, that's, that's going to be the point where I feel the most like, oh, okay, it's working. So it was like getting over that hump of like all the self-talk and also like that belief of like, oh, I do it best or, oh, it's going to take too long to train. So I was like, no, just focus on what it's going to save you once that's done. Like, I think that's like a manifestation thing, actually. It's like focus on the energy, how it will be when it's when it's done. <laughs> when it's done. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible. Cause that 
it, it's kind of even like asking, if you ask yourself the question, um, what does that version of me that I want to become, what decisions do they, are they making differently? How are they showing up differently? And then if you act from that place, that's when you become that person. So you literally did that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't reflect on these things. And I talk about, it, I was like, oh yeah, I did do that. Oh yeah, I did do that. Yeah. Today is a celebration of you. Like this is like, I, I this is why I'm so, so, so excited to put together this episode. Like all the, these wins, like, cause you're still on the journey. Right. And I, I'm really mm-hmm. excited to like feature your story because even as you're on the journey and still like getting it figured out. We're going to talk soon about what the th- next thing you've just started outsourcing is. You're already seeing results along the way and experiencing it. Um, and we're going to talk about that too. But before we move further, did you want to share how much you invested with your VA to get the 120 hours back of your time, how much it cost you? Yeah. So it was $600. So that is such a low, like, I, when, when I was doing the math, I was actually really surprised at those numbers. I was like, wow, this is wild. <laughs> yeah. But also it's very telling and how great it can be and like how, um, how worth it it is. Really. Yeah. So pretty much. So Nicole, um, Nicole's VA is, uh, in the Philippines overseas and uh, so if we divide 600 by 120 hours, it's about $5 an hour. And for those of you that are brand new to this podcast, if you are like, you're like, wait, but how is that ethical? It is ethical because the conversion rate on the dollar is in our favor. So um, let's say it costs us $5, like let's say Canadian, but I think Nicole is in the States. So it's $5 US for her. Um, but for her, it'll be like, a regular rate that she's happy with and she her VA has her own business and she gets to say yes or no to that rate no one's forcing her and she gets to work from home just like us photographers we get to say yes or no to shooting a session for that amount or whatever so just to paint that picture I've said it so many times on the podcast but I know I'm getting an influx of like new listeners so I always have to say that um and it's just incredible because I think you even mentioned you're like it's just a, an amazing, do you feel this, Nicole? It was an amazing entry point for you to start outsourcing without feeling too scared of letting go of too much money. And then you start noticing, oh, this is what it feels like to get back my time and what I can do with that time. Is that what you started feeling? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it can feel so out of reach if we, especially looking at the financial aspect of it being a new entrepreneur, having so many expenses, so many goals and things you want to do. And so this made it very easy for me to be able to be say yes to it. Mm-hmm. And it is a variable expense, which is great. So I know one of my biggest goals was to keep my fixed costs low. So being able to hire somebody at an hourly rate. And so the hours can change each month. So if something wasn't going well, or let's say, I needed to shift in my business or pivot in my business. It was an easy, it was an easy thing to shift. So I could be like, oh, and I can, and I opened my lines of communication with her. Like I, um, I talked to her very honestly about what I'm feeling ebbs and flows in my business and what I think mm-hmm. might be coming her way. We use monday.com to communicate. So that was another great tool. I was a project manager in my past life. So that <laughs> in my all life. in for that. Let's do it. Yeah. So, keeping those lines of communication open, especially when you have a 
like a vendor relationship. I, I kind of look at her that way because while she's my VA, like you said, she has her own business. So it's like, how can I communicate? Hey, this is coming. So you, she knows she has work coming in, but also in those slower periods. So she understands like, oh, okay, this is might be quiet for a little bit. So she knows she can take on more work too. So she can also balance her schedule and what she has going on and feel more secure and what's happening for her and her family. So way to go, like amazing communication. And the cool thing is, is that this alleviates that like um, pressure that we could create in our own minds by assuming and thinking that if we get support, they need to, it needs to be consistent and they are now our employees and holy shit, that feels so legit. And like, I'm not there yet, but it's not true. Like you can get flexible hourly support and Especially if you communicate that effectively, then there's no pressure on you to be like, yes, every week for sure, you're going to get 10 hours from me. Like, no, you don't actually have to feel that pressure. So I love that you shared that with us. Yeah. And that was one of my biggest, my one of my biggest concerns going into hiring somebody. So it was a relief to feel like that was possible to be like, oh, it doesn't have to be this like fixed thing. It can be mm-hmm. fluctuate. But also like the price point was so low. Like even like, I, I remember at one point I was like, I just want to give you money <laughs> even if you're not working. Just as a thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Exactly. Yeah. And that's so, the beauty of it. We can always just yeah. like out of nowhere be like, you've just been doing so well lately. Here's like an, an extra bonus. Like that's what I do yeah. all the time. And it's just like, or raise like, and it feels so good, you know? Exactly. <laughs> right. Like, I want- so that's you what? <laughs> No, I definitely want her to feel good too. Exactly. Like, that's really yeah. Good. Yeah. If they're taking care of us, we need to take care of them. Like, mm-hmm. and um, I once heard someone say, like, my team are my biggest paying clients, and I take care of them like they're like, like family, pretty much. And it's mm-hmm. like that just creates so much. Like, first of all, just like goodness, and like also like loyalty. And so there's just so much potential to be able to like be there for someone in, in that kind of sense and really realize that without them, without their support, your business couldn't thrive and grow as much. So they are your biggest pay- paying clients. And so like take care of them too, right? Not Don't just be like, like, oh, you, like treat them badly and like, oh, you didn't do that well for me. Like, no, like there's so much more to it. So, oh my gosh. Okay. I can like talk about this stuff forever. I'm going to keep focused. So- <laughs> Let's talk about the next thing that you out you outsource. And I love that like this is still pretty fresh to you. It's about three to four weeks that you've started um really gaining traction in this. So maybe tell the story of how you started to when you decided to okay, finally start training uh for outsourcing your editing and how that like time frame of training was so worth what you're experiencing now. Yeah. So I decided in over the summer months that I needed to train a editor. And that was really important to me. I didn't mention this before, but I did use Image Salon and I liked them. Like Mm -hmm. that was great. But my personal preference was, you know what? I actually like somebody I can talk to. I like somebody who will really adjust to my style And so I knew somebody actually very close to me who was looking for a side gig. Hello, gig economy. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And so, and she has a creative background. She went to art school. So that actually, it was just like a win-win situation. And I'm very much in the belief of 
when you really say yes and you decide the universe will show you and say, hey, here you go. Like, this is the path. Cool. Take it. Like, set you up. And that's really what I felt fell into place. So um, I actually trained my sister to do my editing part time. And it's been huge because in July I was a little bit slower and I knew in September I wouldn't be that I was going to be booked up. So I knew if I was going to take on additional clients or additional work in September, the to be able to hit my financial targets and goals that I had for this month, which were about 50% higher than last year, that I would need support in doing that. And so by hiring my sister, I was able to take on more clients, bring in more revenue and hit my financial goals, which also helped me hit my personal goals, which is hopefully to buy a house in the near future. So that's (laughs) yeah, you explain that so beautifully. And it's like, of course you were in project management. If you're speaking that lingo, I love it. (laughs) I love it. It satiates my entrepreneurial mind. Yes. <laughs> like money.com, I was like, oh my gosh, I used smart sheets in the past and I've used Asana and I've used all the different like project management tools, Trello. So I was like, yes, I'm I'm here for a PJM tool. <laughs> yeah. And okay, so then um now you're finally like so she's trained and you're finally getting you're at that point where you're reaping the benefits of the initial training. And so can you share how many hours you've saved in September alone uh, yeah. recently with her helping you with editing? About 24 hours, which is 24 huge. 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And tell everybody what she does. So she edits and then what? So she edits all the photos and then she uploads them into Pixie Set so that it actually saves me additional time. So I don't have to sit there making sure they upload, making sure they're downloading from Lightroom. Because that was one of those big for me, it was a pain point for me because I hate waiting for stuff like <laughs> I'm working on, but like sitting here, it's like, okay, it's uploading. Oh my gosh. Like, when is it going to be done? Like that to me, or like looking at my phone while it's updating and then getting distracted. Like, I just felt like that was such like a poor use of my time as mm-hmm. a business owner. And it really didn't make me feel empowered to do it. So giving that over to my sister was like a huge release for me. And I still look at the Pixie Set Gallery before she's, I send it off. And I'll say, oh, you know, I might have her adjust a couple of things. But overall, it's, it's, then it's in there. Like she's taking that ownership of that. So that's, that's been helpful. Really, really helpful. That's amazing that you got it. You got the training to the point where most of the time you look at the pixie set gallery like yep it's good to go like that's mm-hmm. really incredible and i'm so happy for you and i love that you're like so self-aware and conscious enough of like this like waiting around is decreasing my energy it's not inspiring me um it's an open energy loop i think that's why because yes you can't technically someone's like thinking well it's uploading for you go like do something else but then in the background you're like well, maybe in five minutes I go back. Oh, wait, it's not done yet. Okay. And you're constantly context switching and you're not fully present to where you want to be. So I love that you're just like, I don't like this shit and I'm going to get rid of it. Cause that's the point, like customize your outsourcing in your business, right? Some people won't care about that step. They'll be like, oh, I don't care. I like having an excuse to sit on my phone during that time or something. Right. But you didn't like it. And so you got rid of it. And I love that so much. So well done. (laughs) And it's also, well, it's the worst when, I mean, I've definitely had moments in the past, not 
every time, but occasionally where you're uploading something and something goes wrong and then you've walked away and you're like expecting to come back and it's all good to go. And you're like, Oh crap, it mm. something happened. And like, that is just like a no, no for me. Like that's huge fresh. I was like, Oh, it's so yeah. No. <laughs> Were any computers harmed in those situations? <laughs> I mean, we had malfunctions right before this episode recording. So I don't know. Maybe I didn't. I didn't realize it. <laughs> Energetically. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn it. No. <laughs> I'm very grateful for it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So this is also amazing. I would love to now move towards like the piece of how it's helping you transform your life and business. Um, something I know that you mentioned is that you use, like you have no more headaches. Like, Oh yeah. 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 I forgot about that. So I, when I overextend myself, which I tend to do, especially during seasons of high volume, I will get headaches about a few hours into working and it's probably because I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself it's probably because I have poor eating habits sometimes and it's like I just want to get it done like that pressure of like I just want to finish this I just want to get this off the list I want to I'm a people pleaser so I'm like I want to make sure people get their galleries in time like reliability is important to me it's one of my brand values so I put a lot of pressure on myself to do that Health-wise, that's not always great because there's stress. That's like basically a lot of stress, a lot of cortisol pumping through my body. And so I'm not eating properly, not getting the proteins I need because I'm not taking the breaks I need. So for me, being able to outsource some of the work gave me, gave me the ability to take better care of myself, which then also gives me the opportunity to go out and be a better photographer because I take my job as a photographer seriously. Like I like to hype up my clients. I pour into them. And so if I'm not pouring into myself, I'm not taking care of myself, then I won't do scream at my dogs barking. Of course. No, it's okay. <laughs> I don't hear them that much. It's per- it's good. <laughs> um, so that's really like, that was kind of one of the biggest things I was like, I need to really shift this to be doing a better job in, in my work for my body. And then for my family, um, and my friends and, and the relationships I have, because if I'm constantly exhausted and depleted when I come home or after I'm done an editing session or whatever the scenario is, then I'm not showing up my best self in any of my relationships. And that to me is just not life I want to live. It's just not. So it's like, it all kind of feeds into the whole pie, the whole picture. Yeah. So beautifully said. Is there um, a moment that comes to mind that you've had recently where you realized you just, you got what you wanted in the sense of you felt so super, pre- either super present with family or friends, or they noticed a shift in you, or is there anything that comes to mind that you could describe for us? Yeah. I, last night I went to a concert and that was probably something I wouldn't have done last September. So I would have, I literally went to a shoot I had like a two hour shoot and then I had a concert right after that. And I, last year, maybe a few months ago, I might've said, you know what? I can't do this concert. I can't go, which was actually with like some close friends, some of my best friends. And so I probably would have said no, because this is my busy season. I can't do that right now. And really shifting out of that mindset of like, I guess, busy season. Right. And making it 
feel more just like, I don't know, like a full time. I don't know, just shifting my mindset around that. Like I can Hormon- make <clears throat> harmonious. All- yeah. Like making yeah. space all the pieces of my life, right? Like mm-hmm. like life is like on a pie and it's like there's work is a slice of it, right? I don't yeah. want it to up the whole thing. And so sometimes in my life when I was working a lot, it was taking up too much space, right? And then I was leaving like this much room for friends and like this much room, this much room for spirituality and this much room for like any kind of self-care and the rest was all work. And so it's like expanding all of the pieces. So they're more evenly spaced out. And so that like, that's what doing this and shifting this helps me do, right? This is one big part of doing less of the work and having more of the other pieces of my life. I love that metaphor. That's so good. That's such a great visual that you painted. And it's so funny because so many, so many times um, photographers, when they end up really calculating, if they're working 80 to 90 hour weeks and then calculating how much they're making, they're usually Mm -hmm. making less than minimum wage. Mm -hmm. And it's like, would you Mm -hmm. want, like, imagine you go to a party and everyone's like having this delicious pie and it's like, you're like, oh, I can smell it. It's like, so like has like the apple smell and apple crumble and some whipped cream. And you're like, oh yeah, I want a piece of that pie. And imagine someone gives you the tiniest little sliver and you're like, what the hell? Why is that all that I get? Like, and that metaphor comes to mind because are you the photographer? Are you the business owner that gives yourself that small sliver of the pie? Right? Mm-hmm. Like give yourself the bigger sliver of like for your life too. You don't just have... Like you said, all work and no play in busy season, right? So yeah. I love that you painted that picture. So good. So good. Yeah, I think I'm a better photographer because it makes me it makes me show up better. And it I think a lot of us are really passionate. I'm I don't wanna I mean, I know I'm really passionate. That's why I got into this work. It's why I quit my full time job to do this because I loved it. And I don't wanna lose that. I don't want to lose that connection to it, that passion for it and that desire for it. And when it doesn't matter, I mean, too much of anything can be bad. Right. So that's kind of the mindset I've always kept is like, okay, I have to keep this in perspective because I don't want to lose my light around this because it's also, it makes me good at this. So that was like, again, something that kind of falls into this, this feeling of, okay, how do I get my time back and how do I, outsource more so I can, yeah, I can kind of shift some things in my life to make sure I can keep this sustainable and keep going. Right. Cause so many people yeah. like they quit, right. It yeah. gets burned. I think what's the statistic of uh, 52% of businesses fail in five years or something like that. It's really high, at least in the States. Um, so yeah, I don't want to be that. I don't, I don't want to have that be me. I want to be the other half. <laughs> Yeah. And I love how you're pro- so proactive about it. Like that's such an amazing <laughs> quality that you've um, nurtured and created within you. That's amazing. And yeah. I love how, how, what was, well, something came to mind. Oh yeah. So for those of you listening, I want you to pay attention that Nicole like is just getting started. Like she's literally dipped her toe. She saved 120 hours with the help of a VA. She's helped, she saved 24 hours just in September with the help of editing. And her investment wasn't that that much. And she's already feeling so many benefits. So if you're thinking like, oh, I'll only start feeling the benefits of outsourcing if I finally have everything outsourced. It's like, no, as soon as you get started, you start seeing the results. 
it's like that quick. You just have to like literally cross the bridge of like, I'm over here and I'm scared. Okay. I'm going to walk across the bridge. Oh, okay. It's kind of cool over here. And like, it could be fun and exciting. And yeah. So that's why I love your story because where you're at is so inspiring for so many that just want to take that first step and, or the first two or three steps and uh, you're doing an amazing job. Oh, thank you. And I, you know, I think I would just, the only thing I would say is like, there's still some stuff I editing, I do, I didn't give it up completely. So you can still decide if you want to edit something, right? It's like, you don't give it all away. It's not like an all or nothing thing. I think sometimes it feels so much like this. It's like black or white. It's like, no, it's gray. You can mix it and make it what you want it to look like. And that has been like a really big learning curve for me. But I think it's something that I'm trying to embrace more and more. It's like, okay, like I can let go of this and I can keep this. Like, again, I I think you talk about that a lot too. Like, what do you want to let go of? Like Mm -hmm. choose that stuff, right? Even if it's just like, Hire your VA to upload your photos. I don't know. Save <laughs> <laughs> you that stress. That's yeah. such a great point to make. Totally. Yeah. You get to customize what you let go of. Yeah. Um, okay. I think I think that's like everything that we wanted to go through. Um, is there anything else that comes to mind? Actually, so if a photographer is literally right now, they're like, okay, I'm trying to decide. Am I gonna sign up for OMI? Like I want to, I'm feeling pulled to, but I'm just scared. I'm scared of the fear that comes with like, can someone really do it like I can? Um, What if like, I don't make my money back right away? What if like all of these fears or um, even like, can this work for me? It's worked for her, but can this work for me? Can I learn how to outsource effectively? Like if someone's on the fence about OMI, what are some like words of wisdom that come to you? I would say you learned how to be a photographer so you can learn how to do this too. So I think a lot of times you forget how much we've already learned in our lives and how much we've grown and you can trust yourself. You can have faith in yourself to know that, especially if you're feeling called to do this, any, any desire inside you, that's, that's meant to, that's meant for you. Like it's just meant for you and it's going to get louder and louder and louder (laughs) until that's just, that's been my experience and just, yeah, just trust yourself, have faith. You like, you've learned, we're constantly learning new technology every day. You learn how to make a reel, right? Like you can figure this out, right? <laughs> like, like that wasn't that long ago that we had to make that mental shift. Right. And we all did it. So yeah, I, I have some confidence in yourself and your abilities, reflect on what you've already done so far and know that like you can do this too. So beautifully said. Thank you so much, Nicole. And if anybody wants to reach out to you and uh, just let you know, oh, you helped me or thank you, or I have a question, uh, where can they connect with you? Oh, um, at Nicole MCH Photography on Instagram, TikTok, all the places. Uh, it's a Nicole MCH with N-I-C-H-O-L-E. So there's an H in my name. So if they want to find awesome. me. Awesome. And spell it out again. N- Nicole, what's the second? What's the rest of the handle? mch photography from Perfect. marie howard so that was my yeah i didn't know what to spell, like to call my business and i just felt like that. <laughs> here it is this is fine <laughs> I did, yeah. the shit we all go through as photographers what do i name my business yes <laughs> amazing and we're also going to link it in the show notes too to make it easy for you all so 
um, yeah, thank you so much, Nicole. I'm so grateful for your time. And like, this is going to be so helpful for so many. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks for having us. And thanks for creating the training. It was really helpful. Oh, my pleasure. Yay. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and tuning into this episode. If you got value out of it, please feel free to message me on Instagram at Sarah Monica photo. That's Sarah, no H Monica with a K photo to let me know. I get so freaking energized hearing from others that what I've said has had a positive impact on their lives. Also, make sure to hit subscribe to the Shine and Thrive podcast to never miss an episode. I'm so grateful for you and I'm sending you all the productive vibes your way so you have the best week ever. Do you love shooting but hate the endless admin, culling, and editing that follows your wedding and portrait bookings? Yep, me too. In fact, if you're anything like me, you got into photography to get out from behind a desk. And yet, the irony is, the more you shoot, the more there is to do on the back end, which translates to more time spent behind your computer screen and less time doing what you love most, which is shooting. But the good news is I have a game-changing free resource that can help you break free of the cycle and cut down these precious hours by, guess how much, up to 70% of the hours that you usually work. It's called my three-hour post-wedding smart workflow checklist, which as the name suggests, shows you my exact step-by-step workflow for getting all of these tasks completed in just three hours. Yep, that's right. Literally from backing up the photos on a wedding night through to delivering the online gallery to my clients in just three hours. Inside the guide, you'll find a detailed breakdown of exactly what I do and don't do in my workflow, how long everything takes me, what I outsource, when, and to who. This includes the editing service and gallery providers I use plus tips throughout for streamlining the process even further that have been honed in over my 11 years experience in business. And P.S., the same process I outline in this guide is transferable for both brand and portrait photographers too. So I got you too. Do you need to see it to believe it? I don't blame you. Head to sarahmonica.com forward slash workflow to download a free copy straight to your inbox and join a crew of photographers working smarter instead of harder in their photography businesses. Sarah is spelt without an H and Monica is spelt with a K. So that's sarahmonica.com forward slash workflow and make sure to download this powerful free resource now.